Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watson X Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're doing well. Doug Gottlieb Show broadcast in Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Um, so, am I right? There's no Dan Byer. We got Isaac today. Is that, I just, I Dan Byer with the handoff. That was literally a handoff. Good, good. <laughs> uh, it was the very good footwork on the handoff. Uh, so, we got Ilo, we got Ramos, we got Jay Stu, and myself. A uh, couple things to get to. We had a, we have a sports death, right? Tim McCarver passed away, and uh, this on the back of, uh, I I I don't think I could put it the way that you put it, Jason Stewart. But Raquel Welsh passed away yesterday. Try it. Is there a parallel to Raquel Welsh to in today's world? Uh, I think there's some uh, social media influencers that that do that, that are just like bombshells that everyone thinks like anonymously is gorgeous. Um, okay. But her, the establishment of her fame, right, came as an actress, correct? No doubt. So she was, she was an actress. And it, so the, the difference is in social media, with social media and influencers, those are people who are only really, I mean, I guess social media model is not really a model, although they can use it to get into modeling and you can be an influencer, but is there a, I, I guess that the question Ramos would be, and maybe because you're the oldest of us, would be, is there a, a female actress? Well, actress is female. Do we have, is there an actress who is as widely regarded as just beautiful that every American male goes like, man, just who would, who would that, that, that also has not gone the way of being super weird. Right. Right. Like uh, Megan Fox did. Now, did Megan Fox did, did, uh, uh, did, did Machine Gun did, Kelly? Did they break up? Uh, so, something happened around the Super Bowl, right? I don't Something happened around the Super Bowl. I dealt so, with her, his um, guitar player, right? She was a woman and there was some talk that there was some stuff going on between them. And he's, I think he's denied <laughs> that, but, um, she is Gu- Megan has not is good. Does guitar playing have a, have a double entendre there? Is that what you're saying? Hey-o! I have no idea. His quote guitar player. 
By the way, in the late 60s, Raquel Welsh appeared in a Frank Sinatra film, and apparently they may have had a fling, right? Frank Sinatra. Sinatra. Sinatra is, um, who would the modern-day Sinatra be? Like Harry Uh, Leo? Leo. Oh, for movies? No, just in terms of, like... Crooner-type, suave. Just has to be suave. I would I would say be it'd be Leo. I think this might be blasphemy, but I think Leonardo is probably a better actor. Even though Frank Sinatra oh, yeah. did, did win an Academy Award for From Here to Eternity, uh, I'm sure people would think that DiCaprio is a much better actor than Sinatra was. Well, this is not about quality of acting. This <laughs> okay. is about, <laughs> okay. about of presence, a, charisma, kind yes. of yeah. iconic. Yes. Mm. yes, yes, and I mean that that like every lady was super into and and guys were even like yeah listen i'm not i don't go that way but that guy's that guy's something else right i don't know i'm like let's think of who's today's raquel welsh with today's and by the way there's a sports tie-in you know she did a movie with jim brown once called 100 rifles (laughs) it was a western (laughs) and it was very controversial for the time because it was like kind of a right a real physical sexual scene and that for the day that was oof that was dicey uh were you a big jim brown actor fan <laughs> i'm i'm not horribly familiar with his work to be honest i think well, dirty I, dozen i think everybody remembers him from yeah. dirty dozen yeah yeah i remember that yes he was also in i'm going to get you sucker i'm a big fan of i'm going to get you sucker if you remember that chris rock a couple one iconic scene in i'm going to get you sucker anyway um let's get to some sports lebron james got his first look at the new look lakers here were his thoughts after the win. We're going to continue to build off off tonight, and um, you know, I think our, our skill set all kind of fit each other. We got a lot of work to do still. You know, every game is going to be tough for us, especially going on the stretch. We knowing the type of uh, knowing the type of push that we need to make. You know, I want the guys to to enjoy the break, but don't get 100% detached because um, you know we want to come back and, and try to keep this thing going. I feel really good about what we have uh, I'm brewing, but you know it's going to um, take a lot of commitment from us going down the stretch. So I look forward to that. First thing is they had 32 assists last night, which is outstanding. Uh, LeBron was efficient, but didn't take every every shot. It was really Anthony Davis kind of took over. Remember, they're taking on a Pelicans team that still does not have Zion. Stop me if you heard this. Zion Williamson injured, right? And so, a, a bit, you know, Trey Murphy was in the dunk contest. I mean, he shouldn't be an NBA starter on that on that floor at, at this time. Uh, but look, they, they had Ingram. They had. McCullum, they had uh, Herb Jones, they had Jonas Valanciunas, like still a good roster that the Lakers thoroughly dismantled in the third and fourth quarter and ended up up getting a win after it was was close at halftime. But I I think the thing that's weird is that, you know, they're going to honor LeBron again in the All-Star game, which which they should. He's the all-time leading scorer. It's a historic achievement. But the Lakers still have work to do to get into the playoffs and he'd missed a couple of games, right? Like after, after, after setting the, the scoring mark, then he sat a couple of games and Oh yeah, by the way, when he was playing, you know, to get that record, they lost those couple of games. It just is very interesting to me. The, our ability to say that, you know, it's like LeBron James has affected winning as much or more than anybody during his time in the NBA. But when you have 38 against the Thunder and you don't win, are your points really affecting winning? Starts to question what it does at the other end. Additionally, like, look, if you're all in it for team and to make the playoffs and you like how it looks, like, why haven't you been playing the past the past two games? I don't know. What, what's, what's your read on, on this situation, Jason, in terms of is LeBron really all in on trying to win a championship. I mean, I, the the whole uh, scoring title thing was interesting. How the quotes leading up to that were, um, you know, these achievements, though they're cool milestones, I, I want to win. But then he'll say, I really want to play with my son. And to me, that that's kind of co- contradicts that. Like, is it really going to be a championship team that's going to, you know, draft Brawny or, or sign Brawny and just to match with the old man? So it's like, I don't know. Yeah, he, he gives us conflicting uh, comments about this whole thing. But I do think that this team, uh, for the first time in a couple of years anyways, is kind of interesting going down the stretch here with this new group 
uh, minus Westbrook and whatnot. I think it's they might like barely play themselves in and lose in the first round, but at least they've got my interest. You know, they have my interest as well. I think part of it is that most people thought that they were going to make a trade to make themselves more competitive. And they may be, they may be, but it feels like the more you're here out of LA, the trade was simply to get Russell Westbrook out of the building. And, and, and that, that was really that, you know, that it wasn't a trade made to win. You're not winning a championship with one trade or even two trades. The trade was made to get him out of the building. And, and by the way, maybe in turn by getting him out of the building, it creates the possibility of competing for a championship. But the idea that 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 tra- those trades made them a championship team is kind of laughable because it isn't like they're in like fourth or fifth place and you know one trade changes things. Like no, dude, right now you're you're in the mix to be in the play-in. So let's not go crazy about one trade and how that might change you. Yes, John Ramos. So basically, it's just Russell Westbrook didn't buy in. He continued not to buy in. Now we have a bunch of younger guys who buy in to at least something of what their role is on the team, and that's better for us. Plus, obviously, the money of Russell Westbrook doesn't help either. Well, it's also when these contracts expire, it still allows them to go play the market this offseason and remake themselves. I don't know if it's about buy-in. Like, look, uh, Russell may well find, find a home with the L.A. Clippers, but it's it's a lot like the, the Kyrie Irving thing, right? Like, I Kyrie Irving, during the short period of time, he'll be great. He'll be great. But um, long term, Kyrie Irving will not. Well, it's the same thing here for, you know, D'Angelo Russell. Like in a short period of time, D'Angelo Russell will be fine. You know, he got a chance to play with LeBron, got a chance to be back in L.A., chance to increase his stock when he hits free agency. All that'll be great. Long term, I don't want D'Angelo Russell on the team. So, yeah, I, I think it could kind of clear the air some. Craig uh, tweets the show. He said, the name you're looking for is Halle Berry. It's pretty strong. That's, that's pretty good. Right. And Halle Berry, first time you saw her was in a movie. Um, uh, what was it? Boomerang? Boomerang, I think, feels like the first time we saw Halle Berry. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Wade uh, tweets me and says, the guy's name you're looking for is George Clooney. Yeah. George Clooney. That's a good one. I don't know if it's like current, current, but he was that, you know. Definitely was that. Definitely, definitely was that. All right, we got a lot more to get to, including a contentious Major League Baseball arbitration hearing, which I find interesting. You might get that in the show, might get that in the pod as well. Corbin Burns arbitration hearing lost. Wait to hear what he had to say. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, um, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. When did... Uh, Aaron Rodgers said he's going into the Temple of Darkness. When's he going in? Is it today or tomorrow? It, Isaac, do you remember? I think he said Friday. Is that right? Uh, let me check the forecast. Tonight's forecast, dark. <laughs> All right. By that, I'm saying uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm gleaning uh, later this week. So he said on the podcast it wasn't going to be this past Monday when, when it was originally reported. He said Late this week is what he said. Okay. So, um, huh. This is interesting because we can talk about Aaron Rodgers today or tomorrow. We talk about tomorrow, he's probably off the grid. Talking about today, he might hear it. Ah, don't worry about it. Wait to hear what Tiki Barber said about Aaron Rodgers. Let's see if it resonates with you. We'll get to that upcoming next. But first, my sleep number setting is 45. My sleep IQ is 80. What does that matter? Because... People who get enough quality sleep, like me, they have more energy. Uh, sometimes I, if you follow me on Instagram at Gottlieb Show, I just do the date and time of where I am and what I'm doing. It's the idea of, I do a lot. I'm not pretending like I'm doing digging ditches or my job and my life is more difficult than yours. It's more that you got to have the energy to do all these things. And if you have that energy, you got to sleep better. Um, sleep number has sleep IQ technology. They can actually check your circadian rhythm, your biorhythms. All those biometrics help you to help tell you when and how you're sleeping at your best. Isn't that great? Isn't that important? 
Why choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? So you can be your best at night, which allows you to be even better the next day. And right now it's time for the ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on Sleep Number 360 limited edition smart bed, plus special financing only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash Doug. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payment required. See sleepnumber.com for details. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code. A lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant. IBM. Let's create. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. We're having a good day here. Uh, Ilo fighting a bit of a cold, but he's gritting it out because he's radio tough. Radio tough. Uh, Buyer getting a little, little R and R, little day off. Although he worked early today, didn't he? Okay, so we got Jay Stu, we got Ramos, and we got you. Most importantly, you're more the most important part of the show. Thanks for being part of it. We're broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over ten thousand recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Um, lot to get to here. Lot to get to. Uh, you know, what I, what I want to do is uh, coming up, uh, we'll have Jason Stewart. You'll In 15 minutes, Jason Stewart's going to read for you something that was written today about uh, Eric Bieniemy not getting a job and not getting a head coaching job as he's discussing possibly getting the commander's offensive coordinator job. And I thought it was a really, really good piece from a former colleague. And uh, I want to discuss it. That's upcoming in 15 minutes. But l- let's start with this. Justin Fields, who for now is quarterback of the Chicago Bears. Remember, he wasn't drafted by the current regime. It was by a previous regime. And while he had a good year, it was a good year more of as a runner than a thrower. A lot of that comes down to doesn't have the guys around him. Meanwhile, there's several things being discussed in Chicago, only one of which is quarterback play. The other is what to do about a new stadium. Justin Fields had this to say about the possibility of having a dome in Chicago. Like when, when it's that cold, you have to bumble, bundle up, like put a bunch of layers on and stuff like that. And your body's cold, so you're not warmed up. So I feel like way slower in that cold weather. So it's tough, Ooh. but uh, it's hard to stay warm in that weather. Warm ups and stuff like that, your hands freezing up. So it's, it's tough. I hope we just get a dome. I don't, I don't yeah. care if we're at Soldier Field. I don't care if we're in Arlington Heights. I, I, I hope we get a dome. Okay, so, so he's like, look, man. You know, I mean, part of it, you can say fans come to see football, but they also like that ball being thrown around. We just can't do it in the cold. Uh, There's a lot to it. Okay. There's also, there's a big push from NFL, uh, from a lot of people, NFL players, some front office people, some fans to have more uh, grass playing surfaces in the NFL. Having a dome and having a grass playing surface becomes much more difficult, especially in a place like Chicago. They do have grass 
at Soldier Field, although it's a it's turf that is not well respected. It's thought to be the second worst in the league. The worst is supposed to be in D.C. with FedEx Field. So could you have grass with it? But I think that here's the big thing is, do we like all this football being played indoors? Right? Does it get away from the core of what football is? That, that, would be, that would be my take is like, I get it. It's cold. I understand. But like, that's the idea of football. Uh, Tom Brady played through cold and wind and snow, and he seemed to do just fine. Now, Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre, in their prime, did just fine. The Buffalo Bills had the K-Gun offense that went to four consecutive Super Bowls. They did just fine. And Josh Allen losing this year had nothing to do with the weather. Zero. If you're good enough, doesn't matter, and you can construct your team, just like dome teams can construct their teams differently to play in the speed of a dome, you, you can construct your team differently. I love the outdoor football. I think it feels like football. I understand it makes it to like, do I really want to go to a game and sit out in the cold? The answer is no, I don't want to go to sit, sit out in the cold regardless. I don't care if it's a football game. I wouldn't go sit way up in the third deck, you know, to see much anything. Which is not my thing. I'm anti-dome in Chicago. Chicago football should be bad weather. How many times, Ramos, when we were kids, remember the Rams went there? They'd have a good team that played in the NFC playoffs, and all of a sudden they come apart. Was it the Giants that one year? They were punting against the Bears, and a, a whip of wind came through, and the, and the punter, like, whiffed on the kick. Landetta? Was it Landetta? <laughs> it might have been Sean Landetta. And I'm not saying this. This is not a get-off-your-lawn. You know, domes have been around. But... I mean, what happens is you build a dome with a retractable roof and then inevitably the quarterbacks complain about the dome being open. Then it just becomes a regular dome. I mean, I mean, I don't know if you know this. Dallas is, is a retractable roof. They never open it. Ever. Ever. Uh, what do you think, Jay Stu? I, first of all, I, when I first read the story, I'm like, I don't know how this would go over with, with Bears fans. I mean, I... I don't know how they are in Justin Fields at the at the current moment, but it seems like a, a rational reaction from a Bears fan would be like, "Well, then go play for the Saints if you want to be in a dome." You know, like to be in that city and to be maybe a ticket a season ticket holder that's been going to freezing games for decades or whatever. I don't see how these comments could go over too well. But I'm with you. I don't. I don't want to see games inside. Like. When you see these like vintage uh, baseball games or something on turf or in domes and oh, stuff, oh, I like, hated the Metrodome I, games. I can't believe like we ever put up with dome. that. The worst, awful, the worst, awful to watch on TV. I awful to be in per- like, I, I, yeah, I don't need I, another I would, dome. Okay, so 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 now now here's the other side to it. Okay, first there's, you get a lot more use out of a dome, right? I mean, otherwise it sits empty half the year um, when it's an open air stadium. Um, but I, I also think, and I think it's really important to point out that, you know, there's, you can't get a final four unless you have a dome, you know, but I, so, and the, I, I love what they've done with SoFi, but there is part of me is like, we're in LA. Why is it a kind of a dome? Although it's not totally a dome. Go ahead, John Ramos. Well, I agree with you about not having domes for everything. Baseball might be a little bit different because you really can't play baseball games. Like, for instance, Target Field in Minnesota, that that there was a whole season like a couple years ago where they couldn't play any games there for like the first part of the season. And maybe that was bad scheduling by the MLB to put games at the start of the season in a cold climate. Uh, but still, uh, NFL, they'll play in anything. But baseball, once it starts raining or snowing, you're done. So it just backs up the whole season right there. So... Um, maybe domes might be a little bit better for baseball than maybe, ba- uh, you know, the NFL or what's another one? Oh, well, obviously basketball has to be indoors, but yeah. So baseball is a little tougher, I think. I think there may be need for in the cold weather climate. Well, Yankee Stadium's outside. So what are the dome stadiums? They, they, they in, made, they've made it work in Chicago at Wrigley. They yeah. made it work at, at Comiskey or whatever that's called now. They made it work for a long time. Obviously, Milwaukee has the retractable dome, but I don't think that opens I'm not sure that opens anymore. They use it when it's open anymore. But yeah. they, they've made it work. I mean, I just think with baseball, you got to be, it's about creative scheduling. Scheduling, yes. Because I do like, like postseason baseball, I like to be outside. Sure. Like when you see a guy's, you know, um, that would be my, I mean, it, look, weather in New England stinks and the Red Sox have had that same park for 100 years. So if they can make it work, the rest of us can make it work. 
I just think that like so much about the Patriots model is the right model. The, the, the quarterback that didn't take top dollar. Okay. The team that was built around team. They did a great job of, of selecting off of the a waiver wire, right. To save some money. They played outdoors, right. Played outdoors and never, they never complained about the weather. There's never been Tom Brady never said a word about the weather. And I'm sure there were times like, God, I cannot believe I have to play in this crap. But he didn't say it publicly. Isla, what do you think? Me, it adds to the charm and the intrigue and the drama and the importance of the regular season because looming is home field advantage in January in these cold weather sites. Uh, your Green Bays, especially now your Buffaloes, especially. And that adds texture and authenticity to the playoffs. You're, you're never again really going to have to worry about a cold-weather Super Bowl. They tried it once with the uh, Broncos-Seahawks Super Bowl at MetLife Stadium, and that was kind of a one-off. But it's never going to be in the Super Bowl again, so it does add authenticity to January football as well as another layer of intrigue to who gets the home field advantage in January. So we're all anti-Dome guys, is that right? Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah, I, I'm an outside. I, I enjoy the outside more than a dome. Yes, I, I guess. I guess part of it is like all domes are not created alike. If you've been to SoFi, you're like it's pretty amazing, pretty amazing. Um, but would it be equally amazing if there wasn't a dome on top of it? Right? I, I don't know. Um, so I mean, I'm c- kind of torn. That what we don't want is we don't want the like the. Edwards Jones Dome, the Rams used to play in. Oh, yeah. The Superdome is, yeah. you know, it's just, uh, that, those, they, they lack any sort of feel. I'll amend it. I'm anti-Dome if I get to watch it on TV. If I have to be there in person, then I'm pro-Dome. <laughs> it's a great point. It's a great point. Therein lies the rub, right? There, therein lies the rub. It's like, man, we really, it's a TV sport, but you need people in the stadium you know, municipalities pay for these things. And I mean, here's, here's, a, here's a real dollars and cents part of it, right? Whoever's paying the bill and municipalities are going to pay the bill on some level, you know, whether or not they pay or don't pay, a lot of times they'll do these massive tax breaks, which is actually more beneficial than actually paying for the, for the building construction of the stadium anyway. Or in, in the case of the Bears, that Arlington Heights thing, it's basically a whole entertainment center that they get to, they get to have and, you know, it's the, everything's given to them as much as they can by the city, by the city of Arlington Heights. Is that like, okay, if I'm going to put in on this, I have to have a dome because I got to be able to use it for six months out of the year. Like if you have it, if you have an open air, like soldier field will not get used again until a couple of summer concerts. So if you know, why would you put in another couple billion dollars to completely refurb a deal and not have a dome? Bears are going to have a dome in their next stadium. I mean, it's going to happen. But it's one of those things that I just wish they would. But I actually understand the dollars and cents of it. And the dollars and cents of, are you really going to spend, you know, a couple billion dollars for a building that you can't use six, seven months out of the year? So we all like it. And yet it's very likely to go the way of the Dodo. Yeah, I mean, even SoFi, as you said, it is kind of an outdoor stadium that's covered, but... They can still hold concerts there all year round because it's covered, right? I mean, it's right. It might right. be a little cool in there, but it's definitely covered, and you won't have to worry about raining pouring down on Harry Styles. Yeah, and 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 the the big one for SoFi that I think they're going to miss out on. I they're forgot not gonna, me bumper shoots. They're not going to have the final four there, huh? Oh, Harry Styles here. I forgot me bumper shoots. It's raining at SoFi. Have you seen those shoes that that I think Little Wayne had some on that these those red? I don't know what they are. Those boots. Have you guys seen those? I did not. No. Oh my gosh! I'll send them to you. I'll, you would not believe what is what is hot right now, and they're like a thousand dollars. It's crazy. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. 
and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code. A lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant. AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant. IBM. Let's create. Doug Gottlieb, Show Fox Sports Radio. My boy Brandon hits us up. I'll give you his thoughts. J-Lo has uh, the Raquel Wells qualities in terms of Decades of sex appeal. Still smoking hot, and she's firmly in her 50s. Uh, Timberlake could be in that Sinatra category. Singer, actor. Um, we'll allow you guys to discuss that upcoming as well. It's the Gottlieb Show. You're on Fox Sports Radio. Live from the Tyrac.com studios. I-, I just learned that Discover Credit Cards does something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double the cash back that you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled cash back from trips, restaurants, all doubled. Seriously though, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com. Uh, some other good notes on the Raquel Welch thing, which is like, uh, you got to paint the picture of her. She's not just beautiful, but it's also her sexuality, sexuality to it. Yes. John Ramos. Uh, I think Jennifer Lopez is a very good point. I think women today can be that type of Raquel Welch person, but also be a great actress. I think Raquel Welch fell into a wrong time period where I think she really worked her entire career trying to get out of that persona of being just a sexy and sexual type lady and never really got her chops at acting like she probably should have. Um, so she kind of, I don't know if you want to say, she was typecast as, yes. as hot. Yes. And never, and it's never a got a chance. Me. Yeah. Never got a chance to be the actress. I think she really, if you asked her, she probably wanted to always be this great actress and never, unlike the women today, like Salma Hayek to me is somebody, I mean, Salma yeah. Hayek was nominated for Academy Award for Frida. So she was able to bridge that gap between being just a really sexy woman and also being a great actress as well. And Jennifer Lopez, who I think, by the way, is a better actress and singer. I think that's where her, her chops are. Um, but Raquel Welch kind of led that way of, of being stuck in a time period where we didn't look at that way. We just looked at her as a pinup person, hmm. unfortunately for her. But she, is, she could act, and, and she just never got that chance. By the way, uh, Raquel, Welch, uh, Raquel Welch's uh, maiden name was... Uh, Tejada. Yeah, she Tejada. was Latina. That's correct. Right. She was, she was Latina. And uh, James Welsh was her first husband. She changed her name and kept that last name through three other marriages. There you go. Her daughter also acted too. She was in, did you, did you see Cocoon? She was in sure. both the Cocoon movies. Yeah. Tawny Welch. Okay. Okay. Um, this we, Jay Stu and I, we have this kind of running thing about about society today in, in things in which we sit, we send each other that are, that are funny. It, it is, it, it's really interesting that like pinup girls, does that still, would that still exist today? It would not, which I guess is what Instagram models are. Right. But, but I mean, she was a, I mean, the most famous, the reason that I think people today would know who Raquel Welsh is, is because that was the poster in Shawshank Redemption yep. that he hid the fact that he was digging out of the prison in. Right, but it was a it was a pinup girl. Pinup girl was a a poster a poster girl where she was wearing something scantily clad, not scantily clad like they have today, but fairly scantily clad, and she was an iconic pinup girl. We don't have pinup girls anymore. It's somehow not a great thing to be recognized as incredibly beautiful. 
I agree. Uh, I mean, look at Farrah Fawcett. For those who remember Farrah Fawcett, she was the quintessential pinup girl of the mid seventies, and it didn't take till what nineteen eighty five when she did that Burning Bed movie for her to get any acclamation as an actress at all. She was just a pinup girl that was in Charlie's Angels. Hmm. Go ahead, uh, Jay Stu. You had a thought. Oh, he's on the phone. Sorry, his his thought was in. Uh, Rich Ornberger is going to join us in a second. Oh, Rich can join us in a second. Uh, uh, Rich Ornberger joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. We'll 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 stop the Raquel Welsh and Tim McCarver talk for now. He hosts the Daily Morning Show in San Diego. Uh, plus, you can hear him on Fox Sports Radio on the weekends. Well, let's let's get to the Super Bowl. Let's get to the Super Bowl. Um, if you were to recap the Super Bowl for somebody who didn't watch it, how would you do so? The way I would recap it is you watched a, boy, a, a transcendent talent muscle through a pretty serious injury that he was still recovering from to help a team achieve uh, a legacy, a lasting legacy. Because when you heard from the Chiefs players after the game, they were talking about how there was this level of doubt after getting beat up pretty bad by Tampa Bay in the, their next Super Bowl appearance after the victory over the San Francisco 49ers, you know, after getting knocked out in the AFC Championship round last year, if, if they were kind of a one-hit wonder. You know, there were players who admitted that much. So we saw that for sure. The other thing we saw in the Super Bowl is about 58 minutes of really compelling football followed by a controversial call from the officiating crew that led to a much more anticlimactic ending to what was a really fantastic game overall. Okay, let's talk about the call. Now, the week before, I, I, I had a lot of conversations with a lot of people. So I, forgive me if you and I got into it. My take on the Cincinnati Bengals penalty was, I understand that it's a quarterback and that he was out of bounds, but it wasn't a hit. Didn't go to the head, didn't go to the knee. It was a shove. Uh, he's running at full speed. There's obviously no mouse, but it also didn't affect the play, and they had let other hits that were a little bit late go in the game, and I actually had drawn the parallel to, hey, wait till you watch the Super Bowl. They let everything go in the Super Bowl. So uh, the Cincinnati play, did you think that penalty flag should have been thrown in that instance? No, and here's the reason why. Because the consistency is what was lacking. Sure. Was it a penalty? Yeah, by the letter of the law, Doug, it was a penalty. But I agree with you. And I think that you probably view sports through the same lens that I do from the standpoint of, hey, let's just do business the way business is being done. So if you're going to call roughing the passers, and late hits out of bounds and personal fouls, if you're going to call a game strictly, and maybe that's even a point of emphasis for your officiating crew heading into an AFC championship game, well, that's fine, as long as the game is officiated fairly and consistently to both sides. And I promise you when I say this, I have no dog in this fight. I'm neither a Cincinnati Bengals fan, nor do I care if they win a Super Bowl, nor am I a Kansas City Chiefs fan. I don't care if they win either. But I do care about the spirit of competition. And Bingo. to me, when I was playing, nothing mattered to me more with, a, with an official than making sure that they called it fair. So if I got banged for a holding call, I would always turn around and tell an official, hey, listen, that's fine. Make sure you're calling, you're calling that same play on them too because they have an offensive line also and they've been holding all game also. So if you're going to hit me with a holding call and you're going to cost us 10 yards of offense, that's fine. But I bet you, you can find holding on the other side too. And it was a serious and stern conversation. Now I have no idea if it ever impacted the judgment of a back judge who, or a head official who threw a flag at me for holding. But I do know that I always wanted those calls to go both ways because those are subjective calls. The same way personal fouls are, and the same way, obviously, defensive holding is. Okay, so uh, I'm, I'm going to guess you thought they shouldn't have thrown the penalty for holding uh, against the Eagles in the, on that play. Yeah, James Bradbury held Juju Smith's 
Schuster. And in any game across, uh, and I mean across any game, any team, you could call that penalty, and nobody, again, by the letter of the law, will give you any guff. They'll turn on the tape, and they'll say, yep, that's what defensive holding looks like, and off to the races we go. The problem is that was the first and only defensive holding call thrown all game long. And you throw it in the final two minutes of the Super Bowl? Like, what on earth are you thinking? Again, this goes back to the conversation or the response I gave you to the last question about the personal foul called against the Cincinnati Bengals and Joseph Osai hitting Patrick Mahomes laid out of bounds. You cannot call that unless you are calling it both ways. And so the lack of consistency is the problem there. Call a fair game. Call defensive holding a couple of times throughout the game. Put these defensive backs on both Kansas City and Philadelphia on warning that this is something you're looking for, and everybody is going to clean up their game as a result. But if you're going to let those bullets fly for 58 minutes, and then in the final two minutes of the game, you're going to cry foul, that's absolutely ridiculous. Um, okay, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the Eagles heading forward. Stacked roster, but bringing everybody back, getting the same energy is hard. And you lose your offensive and defensive coordinator. Now, they have some of the, like, look, that's going to be a dynasty, yada, yada. I've heard it so many times. They didn't even win the game. And though the NFC is down, like, look, the Niners, if you have any sort of quarterback with the Niners next year, they'll be around. The Rams, when they're healthy, you feel like they'll be around. Cowboys aren't far off. I mean, there's, there's going to be stiffer competition. What are your thoughts on the Eagles moving forward? Yeah, I mean, the, the Eagles, they've, they've, got a, they've got a problem on their hands or a couple of problems on the hands, and you, you mentioned two of them. You know, they're not alone in this space. The Rams had a down year, but are we really convinced that, you know, one of the brightest minds who's been a head coach in this league and has only known success throughout the course of his time as a head coach in Sean McVay is just going to lay on the mat? And, you know, just allow his football team to be a walkover. I don't, I don't see it. You know, Les Snead and, and Stan Kroenke, the owner of the Rams, they've made a commitment to paying for championships. I'm not, I, I'm, I really don't think that's going to slow down. Obviously, there's salary cap restrictions, but you can make all the pieces fit if you're motivated to, and they have a motivated owner. Um, then you look at, like you mentioned, the San Francisco 49ers and the number of quarterbacks who are floating in the ether who are looking for a new home. You're telling me that if the 49ers were quarterbacked by Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers or, I mean, listen, we saw Tom Brady come out of retirement once already. He's made no firm commitments to Fox until 2024 publicly. You know, could it be that he comes out of retirement and he – uh, is the quarterback for the 49ers next season. I'm not putting it outside the realm of possibility. Um, Daniel Jones might be a quarterback on the move this offseason. I mean, there's potentiality that the San Francisco 49ers aren't led by Brock Purdy or Trey Lance next season, um, and, and the results could look much different. So, yeah, Philadelphia, they're a very good team. The Dallas Cowboys, by the way, I don't want to look past them either. You know, because they share the division, and even though it was a disappointing finish for them, I, I you can't look past Dak, Pre, Dak Prescott. So there, it's a, it's more of a competitive race than people are really remembering it is in the NFC. And so the 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 Philadelphia Eagles they kind of have to make us believe that they didn't catch lightning in the bottle, and that this is replicable success, and this is the same criteria that. You know, the 49ers were tasked with, that the Rams were tasked with after championship game visits. And, you know, certain teams can really handle that pressure. The Cincinnati Bengals were tasked with. And other teams will, uh, will fade. We'll see, we'll see what kind of gumption this team has, especially after the brain drain, like you mentioned, of losing their, both of their coordinators. It's a, it's a huge challenge. Rich Orenberger joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. I want to play for you something that Tiki Barber had to say. Obviously, he's played in New York. He's played in that fishbowl with, with the New York Giants. This was his thoughts on the idea of Aaron Rodgers joining the Jets. If he is that sensitive that he gets upset 
that people, reporters, opinion makers, uh, influencers, whoever want to talk about him, he is going to struggle in New York. And I don't know if it's the right fit for him. I don't know if I want him in New York, if this is going to be his reaction to things that don't matter when you're doing something that feels odd to normal society, which is going to sit in the cabin in the woods for four days in complete uh, sensory isolation. It's just kind of, we're going to talk about it. How do you think Aaron Rodgers would do with that New York media? You know, I, I have a completely different read than the popular read on Aaron Rodgers. You know, and I think a lot of people look at Aaron Rodgers overly sensitive human being, and I don't. Listen, I'm not supportive of everything Aaron Rodgers has ever said, but I am supportive of authenticity. You know, even even if all you learn from somebody is that they're an a-hole, like that is really good information to have. I would <laughs> rather somebody somebody be perfectly honest and discover that I don't like them than lie to my face and lie through their teeth and discover that I like the person they're presenting, but I don't actually like the person. You understand? Like, so I see Aaron Rodgers as just kind of who he is. I think he's trying to authentically defend himself from people who talk bad about him. I think he's trying to authentically live his life. And it's very differently than most of us, but, but, and he's, and he's being honest about it. I actually think it's refreshing. Now, again, I don't agree with everything he says, but sure. I appreciate the honesty. I, I appreciate the transparency. And frankly, I think the New York media would eat it up. I think they would be thrilled to have Aaron Rodgers in their market. Now, they're not going to be kind to him. They're not kind to anybody. But this is a guy who's played nearly two decades in the NFL. And I realized maybe in a little bit of a bubble because he was there, you know, in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and the local media is very different than the local media in New York City. That's market one in this country. But I, I think he's going to be fine. Like, if he signs with the New York Jets, I'm actually excited for it because the sensationalization of all of the post-game press that they get from him or the visits on the Pat McAfee show, whatever, I, I think it's, I think it's going to further entertain people because nothing, nothing is more entertaining than reality television to the majority of human beings. That's the reason why that's all you see on television anymore. Everybody's just trying to peer in through windows. That's what social media is. Everybody's just, it's voyeurism. Everybody just wants to see what their neighbors are up to without having to go peep over their fence. And so Aaron Rodgers is opening the window and he's saying, yeah, come on, check it out. I'm going on a darkness isolation retreat. Judge me. I don't care. And I think it's kind of refreshing. I, I think the thing that would hold him back from New York um, is he don't want to fall. Do you really want to do the exact same thing Favre did? Right. <laughs> so yeah. weird. It's just so it weird. weird. <laughs> right? Just so weird. Like, really? You're going like, to follow Favre to the Jets? And you can tell me all you want about how different it is, and I understand. That one strikes me as odd. Yeah. Yeah. You hit the, you hit the nail on the head. It really, it's, it's so, it's so, I mean, the way his career is cruising to the finish line, it is so reminiscent of his predecessor that if he does end up signing with the Jets, it's almost going to feel like, is this a joke? Like, are are you doing this because you know how funny it is and it's the opportunity just happened to be, you know, where the roster was at a certain stage where you could accept this job. Is this the job you wanted or is this the job that you wanted people to think you wanted? It, it's, there, there is a biz- too much of a similarity. It's too bizarre. It wouldn't seem accidental. But who knows? I mean, in two months' time, Aaron Rodgers' pre-draft could be a New York Jet and the football landscape will again shift. We, um, we have fun, I think, in the media picking on Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Derek, Carr, Derek Carr is available. Um, he's had a lot of turnover, obviously, in the various coaching staffs he played in. He has taken the Raiders to the playoffs essentially twice. One time he was hurt. Uh, this last time was going back a year ago. Hasn't won a playoff game. Kirk Cousins has won a playoff game in New Orleans, so none, nonetheless. I don't know. Like, 
it, it, it feels like there's this open opining for Derek Carr when, and people laugh at the idea of Kirk Cousins when they're kind of the same guy. Where are you on Carr and what, how good is he really? Yeah, I, 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 again, I mean, I, I hate to, it feels like, you know, the mutual pat on the back society here, but I do agree with you. I, I kind of lumped Derek Carr in this healthy middle ground of quarterbacks in the NFL. Like, if you look at the NFL as a bell curve, where at the one end, you know, we're talking about the Patrick Mahomeses and the, the Allens and the Burroughs. And then at the other end, you know, we're talking about the Davis Mills, the Taylor Heineke's. In that healthy middle, that top of the bell curve, you know, we're talking about Jimmy Garoppolo, Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, you know, Dak Prescott. He usually lands somewhere in that healthy middle. Sometimes he's skewing a little bit more towards those better guys, but he, he's definitely on the curve. You know, so, yeah, I mean, if you're going to try to make it make sense, moving on from a, a Derek Carr for a Jimmy Garoppolo in Vegas or Kirk Cousins for a Derek Carr in Minneapolis, you know, in Minnesota, I'm thinking to myself, like, I mean, you're basically just hard tracing whatever the current picture is with carbon copy paper underneath. I mean, the results are going to be extremely similar, and who knows, maybe you'll end up having to pay more. You know, so I agree with you. Like, I know it's funny to make fun of Kirk Cousins, and it is. I, and I've joined in sometimes, too, because it is funny. And I think he actually has kind of a good sense of humor about it at times too but the reality is he he absolutely belongs in the Dak Prescott conversation in the Jimmy Garoppolo conversation in the Derek Carr conversation because he is that guy that's about that's about where he belongs in the grand scheme of all this rich great stuff as always man thanks for joining us we'll talk soon yep love doing it Doug anytime brother at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. 